0: Al Jazeera podcast. Violence in the Iraqi city of Kirkuk. Rival demonstrations between Kurdish, Arab and Turkmen communities have led to deaths and injuries. Plans by Iraqi security forces to return a building to Kurds that they previously held have infuriated other ethnic groups. So how can the unrest be resolved? I'm Fuli Batibo and you're listening to the Inside Story podcast where we dissect analyze and help define major global stories. Let's meet our guests for today's show. In Baghdad is Ahmed Rashdi, president of the House of Iraqi Expertise Foundation and the Iraqi Parliament Secretary General Foreign Policy Advisor. In Erbil is Julian Bichocha, journalist and reporter for Rudaw, a leading media network in Kurdistan, Iraq. And in Doha is Zaidan Alkinani, non resident fellow at the Arab Center, Washington, D.C. A warm welcome to you all, gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining us on Inside Story. Julian Bichucha in Erbil, let me start with you. What's really behind this tension and the violence between the Kurdish and Arab communities in Kirkuk? Is it just about the handover of the former headquarters of the Kurdish Democratic Party?
1: Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, the violence in Kirkuk goes back a long way. It goes back decades in the because Kirkuk is a city with a very fragile social fabric. It is home to Kurds, Turkmens, and Assyrians. The recent violence mostly goes back to a decision within the last month of the Iraqi Prime Minister Mohammad Shia, Sudani, to hand over the headquarters of Iraq's joint uh, joint operations to the Kurdistan Democratic Party so that they can return and resume political activities in Kirkuk. However, the decision has been met with fierce resistance from the Arab and Turkmen components of the city who reject the KDP's return uh, to Kirkuk and say that any potential return must be dealt with through the judiciary and must be done after the Iraqi provincial elections on the 18th of December. Uh, violence, and um, not necessarily violence, but tensions in the city have really escalated since uh, October 16th of 2017, when the Kurdistan region of Iraq held an independence referendum, which included the city of Kirkuk, which was back then under Kurdish control. Uh, Afterwards, a a, uh, group of Iraqi and popular mobilization forces pushed out the Kurdish Peshmerga and pushed out Mm -hmm. the Kurds from the city, which uh, led to an escalation of, I guess you could say, anti-Kurdish sentiment in the city.
0: Okay, let's bring in Ahmed Rashdi in Baghdad. Ahmed, your thoughts about the situation and why are Arab and Turkmen residents of Kirkuk so opposed to the return of the Kurdistan Democratic Party?
2: Well, first of all, I think you need to know two main updates. Number one is that the federal Supreme Court today, before three hours, announced a state order that prevents the Iraqi government from giving this headquarters, this joint operation headquarters to the KDP. This is the first update. The second update is that uh, uh, Sudani, the prime minister, called uh, Halbusi, the speaker, and also uh, the head of the PUK, to try to manage things in a way inside the parliament to try to make some sort of a solution inside the parliament, which means that the political process, the blocks that should be go forward to defuse the crisis. So mm-hmm. those two updates, it's very important, I think, in my right. opinion. Okay. The, 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 the answer for a question is that the Arab and the Turkmen, it shows that we have uh, uh, prevention on elections. and. All those grassroots for the Arab and Turkmen needs to have some sort of a case or, let's say, uh, some sort of a, a, a motive to go to the elections. So in a way or another, uh, preventing KDB from going inside Kirkuk again, I think it will be marvelous for those parties who are Arab and Turkmen uh, uh, and go for, for making some sort of a joining opinion, public opinion, about going Against the KDB. at the same time, it's also a very good motive for KDP and also for the Kurdish uh, uh, population inside Kirkuk to be united. Mm. And we all know that PUK is has more powerful grassroots than KDP inside Kirkuk. But it showed that the population, the Kurdish population in Kirkuk, also being some sort of a—smelling a, a, a dangerous thing, is that if the Arab and the Turkmen united, that means they're going to get 50-plus-1 from the seats of the provincial okay. Council elections, which, which should supposed to be happen in December. So, on that way, it's not—the the one who actually make the first spark— I think he meant to have those uh, uh, chain reactions to be happened.
0: So, there are political factors here, then, is what you're saying in the lead-up to the upcoming elections. Let me bring in uh, Zaidan al-Kinani in Doha now. Some have suggested, Zaidan, that this is also perhaps likely part of a wider campaign of of harassment and targeting of the Kurdish uh, in Kirkuk. What's your reading of the situation and the reasons behind it? Do you agree with Ahmed that there are mostly political reasons behind the unrest?
3: Well, of course, it is a a natural outcome to feel or observe that there is a a hostile or a a targeted uh, intentional hostility towards uh, one sector, one component, or a priority over one component over another in the case of post-2003 Iraq. Kirkuk uh, is is a very good example of why it would end up uh, uh, being—fallen under the trap of being called uh, or trapped into an ethnic or sectarian conflict. And that is due to the fact that the identity-polarizing political system in post-2003 Iraq welcomes or enhances the idea that political parties should uh, uh, absorb and and react to the political system in a way that is based on— uh, ethnicities and sects that is why whenever there is a Kurdish political party such as KDP or even PUK that takes over the administration, even in agreement with the federal government in Kirkuk, then Kirkuk will be considered as being hostile to the other uh, components in the society, such as Turkmen and Arabs, and vice versa. Just as uh, your uh, guest rightfully mentioned, that there was an, uh, perhaps an anti Kurdish sentiment in 2017 uh, upon the time when the federal government uh, retook uh, Kirkuk uh, from the control of KRG. There was also anti-Arab and anti-Turkmen sentiment. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the, the issue here in Kirkuk uh, can be a part of an overarching issue in Iraq, and that is due to the fact that there is a structural issue in Iraq in terms of the identity polarizing system that we previously mentioned, and the right. fact that there is only one autonomous region that is following a, a federal autonomous uh, perspective and leaving empty clauses in the Constitution that is not clarified for the rest of the country.
0: Right. All right. Let me come back to you, Julian. and. Um... Ahmed Rashdi mentioned that the reasons are political, mostly uh, because of the upcoming uh, provincial elections. But the Arab coalition in Kirkuk has also said that returning this building to the KDP could put the province at uh, risk, security risk once again, which they say has improved since Iraqi uh, security forces took over. So they're worried that uh, security could worsen. If the KDP, KDP was to return, what is the current situation as far as security is concerned? And is that concern justified by the Arab coalition?
1: Absolutely. So, right now, as Kirkuk is under the control of the Iraqi federal government, and prior, previously, when it was under the control of the Kurdistan regional government, both sides have claimed that they have enhanced the security of Kirkuk. So, of, uh, so back when Kirkuk was under KRG control, the... the uh, the government in Kirkuk basically said that because the KRG is here now, because the Kurdish Peshmerga are the ones who are enforcing security, there has been a decline in terrorist activities and there has been an overall increase in security. However, after it was taken by Iraqi forces, Iraqi forces as well have claimed that there has been a uh, an increase in security and a decline in terrorist activities and an overall decline in crime. So both sides really Uh, construct a narrative that plays into their own benefits. Mm -hmm. Um, The headquarters of the Joint Operations Command uh, sits on the Erbil Kirkuk Road, and that is where the focal point of the protests was. Before 2017, when KDP withdrew from Kirkuk, they said that, We will not return to Kirkuk, even though all the other Kurdish political parties still exist there. They uh, say—the KDP said that we will not return because the city is occupied by Shiite militias affiliated with Iran. But the—so the the headquarters of the Joint Operations Command used to be actually the headquarters of the KDP Leadership Council. Uh, In terms of the security situation in Kirkuk, uh, uh, as previously mentioned, both sides claim that their side protects the security the most.
0: Right. Uh, Ahmed Rushdie, your thoughts on this, and also about some of the grievances of the Kurds. They, they say that the Arab governor appointed by Baghdad has been serving the Arab population, the Arab community more in Kirkuk, and neglecting them.
2: Well, uh, all those claims actually in the hands of the uh, uh, prime minister, and the prime minister made some sort of a uh, surveys about all the governors of all Iraqi provinces. One of them, the the province, uh, the Kirkuk province, and it showed that the Arab governor there mm-hmm. has some sort of a success in making some sort of a providing uh, uh, services uh, for the people there. But at the same time, there but are not some for the concerns Kurds apparently. About, according to the Kurds, uh, uh, according to the Kurds, uh, it, it's not about infrastructure projects it's more about security and what's happened with the joint operation headquarters it's already it's supposed to be hand handed over to the KDB according to a deal happened between the Kurdistan delegation that made a deal with the prime minister Sudani before about three months Mm. and it and that's why the budget actually have been voted Right. Uh, uh, peacefully and smoothly, because there were a deal there was a deal between the two parts about one of them one of the deal, one of the items of the deal is that handing over this headquarter, this joint venture uh, joint operation had had uh, but the most important thing it looks like that the Arab and the Turkmen in Kirkuk it looks like someone behind them pushed them to try to stop KDB from taking uh, the, the, this headquarters right. uh, who, who which is, is in the road someone? between Kirkuk and erbil at the who? same time and at the same time push the supreme court the federal supreme court to announce such a state order to prevent the prime minister but from giving this someone, headquarters who to is, the is that someone
0: you're talking about ahmed are there external forces external factors the, also at play here
2: well it looks like the blocks the, the political blocks that anti kurdish went out to, to went to the prime minister, tried to convince him is that it's not right to make all the deal compl- or to complete all the deal with the KDB or with the Kurdish side that it's supposed to be signed over before three months before the voting for the uh, uh, for the budget. So it mm. looks like it looks like I don't know for sure that those blocs inside the parliament pushed hard to to get a state order from the federal superior court to prevent Sudani from doing anything in Kirkuk. So that's why Sudani now calling uh, Halbusi, calling uh, uh, Bafel, the head of PUK, tried to manage things in a way to right. convince the blocs, to convince the political blocs to try to defuse the crisis with the KDB.
0: Let me put that same question to uh, Zaydan al Uh Zaydan, the, the prime minister, al sadani when he took power last year, did say that he wanted to improve relations between his government and the KDP—KDP— KDP. And you know, agreed to to allow the KDP to to reopen its headquarters uh, in in Kirkuk. Who's preventing him from improving relations? And again, are there external factors? Because some have pointed the finger at Iran. Is that is that a concern? Is that justified?
3: Well, yeah, one one alliance to look at that wouldn't uh, be in 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 support or in favour. Of uh, allowing KDP to expand its influence in Kirkuk or in other areas would be the alliance that put uh, Prime Minister Sudani in power from the first place and allowed uh, the governmental formation to take place under his reign. And that is the alliance uh, between the coordination framework, which includes political parties that have their armed groups uh, within the popular mobilization forces, which entered Kirkuk uh, in 2017, alongside their uh, Kurdish ally, the PUK, uh, which is accused by their uh, Kurdish rival, KDP, uh, of giving away or giving up Kirkuk uh, to the federal uh, Iraqi government and the Popular Mobilization Forces at the time. So that is definitely uh, one side of the argument, or one side of uh, that is um, easily to be pointed at when uh, considering who is pushing or uh, convincing the prime minister uh, to to not allow KDP to yeah. retake uh, so, uh, full control of Kirkuk.
0: So, uh, Zedan, how do you see this affecting the talks between the central government in Baghdad and the Kurds to, to settle the, the, the issues that remain unsettled between the two sides?
3: it will significantly affect it um, the erbil baghdad relations is not only uh, uh, limited by the the oil or the economic aspects which includes uh, the budget and the the salaries here it's it's also heavily uh, impacted by the uh, geopolitical factor karkuk uh, can be said To be the most uh, important topic to be looked at uh, when analyzing or assessing uh, the Erbil-Baghdad relations. In fact, um, uh, falling into the trap of an intra-Kurdish political competition has also affected Baghdad uh, in previous months or years uh, during the delays of the governmental formation. Uh, We noticed that in the delays of having uh, the PUK And KDP, the two Kurdish rivals, and not agreeing in naming or appointing um, the 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 Kurdish share and uh, and the Iraqi federal uh, uh, governmental political system, and that was the presidency uh, at the time. Uh, This might be dragging back the Erbil Baghdad relations back, or Mm -hmm. or letting putting the ball back into the court of the intra Kurdish political rivalry, intra group political competition. In fact, uh, has been an interesting factor to look at when assessing. Uh, post-2003 Iraqi political stability, rather than it being intergroup rivalries, which is why Kirkuk should be overlooked uh, not just as an ethnic or a sectarian issue, but it can also be looked as a political issue through Mm. the internal group competitions.
0: A a wider political issue. And I do want to ask you about this, Julian. Uh, Zaidan mentioned the intra-Kurdish political competition. To what extent has that undermined the, the power and the influence of the Kurdish uh, regional authority. And how do you see this current matter in Kirkuk being resolved? Can the Kurds, the Arabs, and the Turkmen coexist peacefully in the province?
1: Yes. So, obviously, with a a united Kurdish voice, so that means that the Kurdistan Democratic Party and the Patriotic Union of Kurdistan being on the same page, they stand to have a very strong chance in, for example, performing great at the uh, Iraqi provincial elections in Kirkuk. But unfortunately, the reality now that we have seen over the past months is that the relations between the KDP and PUK have deteriorated, with some even saying that that they have deteriorate to turn all time low this really jeopardizes against any any potential gains that the Kurdistan regional government could make in Kirkuk uh, especially with regards to the Iraqi provincial elections the whole idea of the KDP returning to Kirkuk right now within these uh, this time period was so they could contest the Iraqi provincial elections that could be that is a dangerous thing for the Arab and the Turkmen component of the city, and they would do their best to prevent that from happening. Because a KDP return could potentially mean that they will end up winning seats in the local councils of the city, which could eventually result in them replacing acting Governor Rakan al-Jabouri, who has been accused of uh, reversing uh, like Arabization policies of... uh, basically uh, promoting Arabization uh, policies and mm-hmm. has been accused of neglecting Kurdish neighborhoods in Kirkuk more in favor of the Arab ones, despite all the progress that he has made, as shown by a survey by the Iraqi government. But uh, the whole idea is that right now, uh, the KDP and the UK are unfortunately on bad terms. And this does not signify something good for the KRG when it comes to dealing with the whole Kirkuk situation. And also, uh, this could uh, really jeopardize relations between the KRG and mm-hmm. the Iraqi federal government because, as per agreement made months ago, uh, the headquarters of the Joint Operations Command and two other offices in Kirkuk had to be returned right. to the KDP. So okay. the recent federal Supreme Court decision uh, suspending that um, could may basically force a KDP delegation to go to Baghdad okay. and be like, uh, and just uh, indicate that this is not what they agreed on.
0: And let me ask uh, Ahmed Rushdie, uh for his thoughts about this. Ahmed, can the Kurds, the Arabs, and the Turkmen coexist peacefully in, in Kirkuk, or are you concerned that the situation could get out of control in the lead-up to the provincial elections?
2: Uh, I don't think so. In a way or another, uh, it's uh, this crisis shows that how much important the ethnicity in Kirkuk and how much important the alliance between the Kurds and—between uh, the Arab and the Turkmen against the Kurds. Mm. And it looks like the next election, the prevention elections, will uh, pave the way for new future to Kirkuk, more Arab-Turkmen Kirkuk than Kurdish Kirkuk. And it looks like that. because. The vision, or let's say, at least the surveys and the statistical analysis shows that the Arab of the and the Turkmen, if they will still united, will go forward for provincial elections. Will get 50 plus one seats. That means the governor will be Arabic definitely. So it shows you that all those managing things, all those procedures, uh, uh, in, in on the other side, the Kurdish side, precisely the KDB. Are very curious to manage those things, mm. and, but the problem is that the Kurdish lists are divided in Kirkuk. They are not united on one flag, on one uh, issue. Just it, it, it. it, it uh, the, what's happening is that the KDP has its own list, PUK okay. has its own, uh, own lists in 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 Kirkuk. So it shows you that all those uh, uh, crises will be managed or will be rolling just an, uh, an ice ball okay. to reach to the day of elections in Kirkuk.
0: OK, your thoughts uh, about this, Zaydan, uh, do, do you see the situation getting out of control in the lead-up to the provincial elections, or do you think, as uh, Ahmed, that uh, the crisis can be managed?
3: The crisis can be managed if the political parties or the political class, um, including the ones in government, do respect that uh, democracy uh, is, is based on votes and not on predetermined positions, particularly when these positions are identity polarized from political parties that have been significantly known for not being popular in the Iraqi streets across the spectrum. However, if if political uh, uh, agreements on uh, predetermining uh, uh, political positions uh, in in different provinces, including Kirkuk, will continue to take place without acknowledging the fact that there are elections to determine who will be governing uh, this province, then the issue will escalate further.
0: Okay. I'll give you the last word, uh, Julian. What needs to happen for uh, the situation to, to remain calm, for uh, you know the, the, the communities there to coexist peacefully in the lead-up to these elections? And as I asked uh, uh, Ahmed and uh, Zaidan, do you think that this can be managed by the central government in Baghdad?
1: Yes. So the reality is that in a multi-ethnic Kirkuk, where the social fabric is so easily jeopardized, the Iraqi government truly needs to take to sit down with the uh, components inside Kirkuk to come up with solutions come up with proposals before actually enforcing them this was a mistake that we saw for uh, Prime Minister Mahmoud Shia make when he decided to hand over the Joint Operations Headquarters without consulting the people of Kirkuk. Okay. Yesterday, uh, Arshad Salehi, the head of the Iraqi Turkmen Front, which is the largest Turkmen bloc-, uh, bloc in the Iraqi parliament, in a press conference said that any decision regarding Kirkuk has to be done through dialogue with Kirkuk's components. So, the only real way for the situation in Kirkuk to be slightly managed uh, right. heading up to the Iraqi provincial elections is for a dialogue table to be formed with representatives of all communities to come up to a solution so right. that uh, peace can exist in the city and that elections can be done, uh, can be conducted uh, thoroughly and without violence.
0: Thank you very much, gentlemen, for shedding light on what is a very complicated issue in Iraq. Thank you, Ahmed Rushdie, Julian Bechucha, and Zaydon Al Kinani. This episode was produced by Dermot Fleming, Sarah Hayrat, Fung Nuyen and Paul Taylor. Studio Sound was by Deepak Pushkaran. The program was edited by Anil Anandan, Chloe Lee, Khaled Sultan, and Joe DeFries. Be sure to subscribe to the Inside Story podcast to catch every episode. Thank you for listening. Tune in on Monday for our next edition. This week on The Take, a coup in
1: Gabon. What does it mean for the country, the region, and its former colonizer, France? That's The Take from Al Jazeera. Find it wherever you get your podcasts.